Well, welcome back to another episode of Scouting 5, recapping scouting news from around the world for the week of September 28th, 2020. I'm Scouter Ken, and I am once again recording from St. Albert, Alberta. I actually missed on touching on this particular bit of news last week because the announcement came out well before I published last week's Scouting 5, but there are, at least for the time being, no more camps or sleepovers for girl guides and scouts in Canada due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Camping trips have been cancelled and sleepovers are no longer allowed for both members of the guiding movement and members of Scouts Canada, even though both of those programs have since resumed in-person meetings otherwise. And the reason for this is basically Scouts Canada is taking a... uh, they they don't want to be a leader in terms of their uh, response to reopening in the face of the pandemic, they're adopting what they're calling a fast follow approach. So they're seeing what other organizations are doing and then they're following very quickly in the wake thereof. I think like schools especially uh, are serving as a main touch point for guidance here. But of course, they're also publishing national standards. And I think we talked about this in a previous podcast was that Scouts Canada's standards are applying nationally, unlike say Scouts BSA, where different states, you know, scouting councils in different states can reopen or not, can have in-person meetings or not. And it's, you know, it's a little bit more of a federated system down in the U.S., whereas here in Canada, it's a national guideline. And initially, uh, camps were allowed. And again, we discussed this in another podcast episode. Camps were allowed for the older sections, especially. However, certain provinces in Canada have put in place regulations that, for example, in Alberta, prohibit camping to any group except family units. And so Scouts Canada and the Girl Guides of Canada reasoned that the easiest way to comply with sort of this myriad of different provincial regulations while maintaining a national standard was to simply adopt the strictest standard as the de facto standard. And so that meant that camps and sleepovers have been cancelled for the time being. Both organizations are working under step-by-step plans that can be scaled up or down as needed, depending on how the pandemic goes. We're starting to see some stories of a second wave in the news now. Fundraising activities, though, are still allowed. Cookie sales and scout coffee and there will be scout popcorn in the spring. uh, And other in-person gatherings are still permitted as well. Across the pond, the Duchess of Cambridge, Kate Middleton herself, toasted marshmallows with a London-based scout troop recently. The visit marked Middleton's appointment to a joint presidency of the Scout Association in the UK alongside the Queen's cousin, the Duke of Kent. During her meeting with Cub and Beaver Scouts in Northolt in West London, the Duchess also wrote letters to send to home care residents. Regarding taking on the role in this joint presidency, uh, Kate, for her part, said, quote, For many children and young people, the Scout Association plays a key role as they build relationships and develop the skills they need to succeed in later life. I'm delighted to be joining the Duke of Kent as joint president of the association, and I look forward to working with scouts across the country as they strive to make a positive difference in our society, end quote. The Duchess had actually previously volunteered with a Cub Scout pack, evidently as a leader, when she and Prince William lived in North Wales. And uh, to her remarks, she evidently added the following as well, quote, When I volunteered with the Scouts on Anglesey eight years ago, I was struck by the huge impact the organization has had on inspiring young people to support their communities and achieve their goals, end quote. 
In welcoming Kate to the role, the Duke of Kent, for his part, said, quote, The Scout's ethos of dedication, inclusivity, and lending a helping hand wherever one is needed resonates across generations, and as such, I am delighted to welcome the Duchess of Cambridge as joint president and to work together to continue that legacy. End quote. The Duchess was also, evidently, presented with the Silver Wolf Award, which is the highest award that can be attained in the Scout Association, I suppose, uh, except for those awards that are given for gallantry. 15-year-old Annapolis, Maryland resident Heather Doyen has often been asked why she joined the Boy Scouts, which were rebranded last year as the more gender-inclusive Scouts BSA. And when asked, she tells people that Scouts BSA is more of the challenge that she wanted. But it seems that maybe even Scouts BSA isn't quite challenging enough, because at 15, she has become one of the first girls, maybe even the first girl. I'll actually have to look that up. Uh, but at any rate, she is definitely one of the first girls in Scouts BSA to qualify for the rank of Eagle Scout. She started out with the Girl Scouts, but she envied the challenges that she saw her brothers go through as Boy Scouts, and she helped found the first all-girl Scouts BSA troop in the Annapolis area, Troop 995G. That was about a year and a half ago. And at the time it had seven members, it's since expanded to 16. Heather is now her troop's senior patrol leader. She was recently elected by members of her group to the Order of the Arrow, the Scouts BSA's honor society. In July, she completed a project to earn her eagle rank. She actually beat her twin brother to it. And while I was reading up on Ms. Doyen's story, I also came across a couple of other uh, young ladies who are close to attaining the Eagle Scout rank, including Susanna Stancuti of Dayton, Ohio, and Victoria Raider of Arizona. So it uh, seems that uh, 2020 and maybe early 2021 are going to see quite a number of young ladies attain the Eagle Scout rank. And switching back to England for a minute, this will be a bit of a downer note to end on, but there it is. The Scout Association is consulting with their staff about redundancies, that's British for layoffs, because it is facing a very challenging financial climate and has been put under pressure by a lot of increased regulation. Evidently, an email was sent to staff, and this was seen by Civil Society News. Chief Executive of the Scout Association, Matt Hyde, said that the charity had reluctantly concluded that it needs to reduce its staff costs in an effort to become more sustainable. For the financial year to, uh, that ended in March 2019, the Scouts had an income of £37 million and spent £37.5 million. About £29.7 million was spent on charitable activities. Staff costs were £13.6 million, and the charity employed the full-time equivalent of 337 people. Demand for the Scout Association's services is evidently quite high. Waiting lists are common in most places across the UK. Over the last 10 years, youth membership has increased by 22%. And in 2018, when it launched its new strategy, uh, the plan was that by 2023, the Scout Association was aiming to reach an extra 50,000 young people by opening more groups and recruiting more volunteers. And that is all the news I have for you this week. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, be prepared. <laughs>